Is your soul ready for the truth? Welcome to Chatcast, the award-winning spiritual podcast that takes on all the hard topics. Raw, unfiltered, and authentic. No spiritual or relationship issue is off limits. We discuss everything from sex and consent to equality, grief, death, and the spirit world. Life evolves around relationships. So if you're ready to get right with yourself so you can be right with others, then stay right here because Chatcast is for you. Now, here's your host, spiritual empath, shaman, and multiple award-winning best-selling author, Tracy Dunblazer. Welcome to Chatcast. This is the award-winning spiritual podcast that takes on all the hard topics. Some of you might know me. I've been doing this this uh, podcast for about a year, uh, but this is my maiden voyage on LA Talk Radio. So I'm so excited uh, to be here and to be on this uh, amazing platform and to be with you all. And uh, this is meant to be a chat. But I'm the only one here, and I know you guys are out there, so I want you to make sure to call in. So get a pen. Uh, eventually, the number to call in is going to be uh, right on the screen. It's right there, 323-203-0815. And today's hard topic is freedom. But before we get to that, I really want to talk about uh, a little bit about me. Uh, some of you don't know me at all. Uh, you most likely don't know Gizmo. That's Gizmo. Uh, he pops in now and again, and he's gender fluid. So I constantly call him a her. And so that's how we roll over here. Um, it's important in our culture today, on the planet today, that we take the opportunity to talk about what things are, talk about how we see them, talk about how they make us feel. But the whole point is to gain a common ground. That's one thing that, you know, everybody, uh, we don't see a lot of common ground right now. There's a, an enormous amount of divisiveness going on. And, and, and it's there because for centuries, we have not been honest. Human beings naturally are set up to withhold information that doesn't make them safe, to... Uh, tell themselves lies in addition to telling others lies, all in the idea of survival. And we have to unlearn those behaviors. And the only way to unlearn them is to practice talking about the things that make us feel uncomfortable. And that's why I choose the hard topics to speak about. Um, and for me, a hard topic is, uh, it's a topic that at times is confusing and uh, uncomfortable and multi-layered and complicated. Any topic, when you really dig down, they seem simple, but when you really dig down into them and you really take into consideration everybody's view, not just your own view, but the views of others, that's when we can dig down into the deeper truths, which are the universal truths that we all share. So, uh, in life, we're presented with opportunities, and it's our beliefs and our personal bias 
that allow us to perceive things as opportunities or not, and to take on or take uh, take on those opportunities or not. So, uh, I absolutely want to hear your questions, hear your comments, hear your thoughts. I'm going to see. I'm going to just check the Facebook right now. Yes, I said that the Facebook. Oh God. Um, yeah, I, I, oh, here we go. Let's see if I can see myself without, okay, this is not allowing me to um, see comments here. Well, we're going to see, we're going to see if it allows me to see comments. Um, otherwise, you're going to have to call me and I want to hear from you. Uh, but to begin with, let's talk about freedom. Now, uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm a spiritualist. And basically what that means is I'm a, I'm an empath and I'm a shaman. I deal with things of the spirit. I was born into this. Um, other members of my family consider, <laughs> consider it mental illness. Um, and of course, uh, in other generations, it was certainly considered that, but, uh, I have a, a deep sense of, of intuitiveness and psychic ability and mediumship and, as I have cultivated, I've worked in the, in the industry for almost for, for 25 years plus. And, uh, the last few years I've really been, I've been writing, spending my time writing books. Um, because my goal is to, again, help all of us find some sort of common ground that we can connect on. Cause we're not, we're not going to agree on everything. And, and everybody is at such a different developmental phase in their life. And, and I, when I say developmental, I don't mean that some are more or less. I mean that when we come into an, a lifetime, we, we need focuses. We need specific focuses in order to gain information, understanding, wisdom, and uh, cultivate certain new habits and understandings about the universe. And the only way to do that is to focus hard on them. And, and that means that it might lead us uh, to what appears to other people as being an incredibly uh, myopic viewpoint. And then there are other people, I'm one of these people that I have an incredibly broad viewpoint. I can really see the viewpoint of everyone because I can feel how they experience life and how they perceive life. So when we talk about freedom, I, I wanted to give us a definition to, to begin with. Because I know when we think of freedom, we think of, you know, our rights and uh, going to war to help people have freedom and, and to, uh, to be recognized equally, um, which all of those are truthful. But the true freedom, I think that we all seek, the one that leads us to fight for our rights, the ones that lead us into wars are... Uh, okay, here's my definition. True freedom is living unencumbered by one's fears and beliefs that they use to sabotage their own peace. So I'm going to say that again. True freedom is living unencumbered by one's fears and beliefs that they use to sabotage their own peace. Yes. Everything else, when, when, when we talk about, uh, I'm not really a current events show, but you can't, you know, duh. <laughs> we, we're, we're in a big shit show right now. So, so we really have to understand that so many things are going on. Um, 
our understanding of how our country was created here in America specifically. I know that this is spreading out globally, um, but colonialism, the idea of going to somebody else's, go, going, going to a land and uh, claiming it as your own and usurping the power of others to do it, usurping the rights of others to claim your own rights. Right? Is that freedom? Because if we, if we, if we don't all win, nobody wins. If somebody loses power in order for us to have power, then nobody wins. So uh, we're talking about vaccines right now. One of the most important things that I have gained wisdom on as far as freedom and learning to free myself of my own emotional bias and burdens is, is to, to understand that the marker I'm looking for is that freedom causes you to take actions that include others. True freedom includes people. It doesn't exclude people. Now, I know we live in a world of duality and there are, are pardon me, <laughs> there are, uh, you know, we've, we've got bad people in the world and bad things happen and people want to do awful things and it's hard to watch. It's hard to witness, but can we gain freedom from trying to control those people? That doesn't mean that we must live in a world void of rules that allow the collective to have a new flow. But do we, there we go. Hold one second. Let me see. Oh, I can't do that. Hold one second. There we go. Okay. I'm going to see if I can. <laughs> okay. Um, do we find our freedom by trying to control the rights or the freedoms of others? And of course, the answer is no. Ultimately, people are going to do what they're going to do. And as we all shift in consciousness, I know, dude, <laughs> shift in consciousness. What I mean by that is that we learn to, to, to be excited about accepting ourselves as we are, accepting the duality and the conflict within us that we let ourselves be ourselves and relax into this concept of having enough at all times. Because all the conflict in the world, inner or outer, comes from the illusion of not having enough or the illusion that someone else can come and take what you have. And I say it's an illusion because spiritually speaking, it is an illusion. In the physical world, we know that, that this has happened over and over and over again. People come in and they take your shit. You know, criminals do it. Colonists did it. <laughs> there's, there's multiple uh, wars. People come in and they just, they take it. They eradicate it. They want to create the world that appears right to them. But when we all come together, 
we can create a world that allows us to shift our consciousness where we all can have enough that we can be who we are, do what we want, live how we think, have the religion or belief systems that support us and be honest about it. Acknowledge ourselves in our right to be who we are and live how we want to live as long as it includes the not infringing on the rights of others. So I want to read you something from, from my book, uh, Conquer Your Karmic Relationships, Heal Spiritual Trauma to Open Your Heart and Restore Your Soul. This book, <laughs> this one, book won 10 awards this year. I was just so thrilled about that. It was a, it, it's a big book. It's a manual uh, for the times right now because people are really struggling with how to, how to find peace, how to not live in terror or in hatred or in resentment to having to not only interface with other people, but the pandemic has required people to interface with themselves and in the relationships that they were in and the families that they've created, they actually had to be with them and sit with them and, and live with them again. And that's, that's been tough. There's been an enormous uh, amount of, shift as far as relationships are concerned because people realize that the person that they were with or the person that they are didn't match you know that there's a, there's been a lot of change going on that's those are just basic internal personal relate your relationship to yourself so i'm going to read this the real journey and this is talking of freedom the real journey is to forgive yourself and others deeply. You'll then transcend the illusions of race, gender, and cultural stigma. The real journey is to forgive yourself and others deeply. You will then transcend the illusions of race and gender and cultural stigma. Isn't that something else? So I'm going to leave it right there and we're going to get ready to go to a commercial break. Um, so I want for you to ponder on that. And I want to hear from you. Call me at 323-203-0815. And it's okay because I'll be so nice to you. It'll be fine. You can say whatever you want. I won't, I won't be sad or offended, I promise. I want to hear from you. Again, give us a call and, uh, after the commercial break at 323-203-0815. Your karma got you down? Claim your history, own your power, and change your life. In this groundbreaking book, Tracy Blades and that position you in life. This 10-time award-winning best-selling book will inspire change in you. You'll learn all the ways to reveal, accept, forgive, and transform your relationships on every level, not only to your soulmates and romantic relationships, but how you relate to food, money, family, culture, religion, sex, death, and your environment. Conquer your karmic relationships. Heal spiritual trauma to open your heart and restore your soul. We'll help you honor the very core of what drives you. 
showing how to direct its power into usable, life-giving resources. Through radical acceptance, learn how to recognize your karmic relationships and love yourself and the life you have right now. Pick up a copy of Conquer Your Karmic Relationships anywhere books are sold. Hello, welcome back. Again, get on the horn. 323-203-0815. The next thing I want to look at is, is freedom possible for the collective? Is it even possible? Is freedom possible? Because we are all flowing into this planet, living with it, on it, because of it, at different times with different needs. And we're all growing. So is it possible for us as the collective to, to have freedom? I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe at some point in, in some position in the future, I mean, certainly right now, we're, we're in a very unique time uh, cyclically. Uh, in the last 25,000 years, this, this is the end of a, a huge 25,000 year cycle where it is causing uh, earth changes. Um, political uprising and personal conflict, like human, human, human conflict. Hello? <laughs> uh, human conflict. Um, oh, looks like we've Hello? got a caller. Yes. Go ahead. I'll get back to like a human conflict. Uh, hi, Tracy. Um, I was wondering, you were talking about uh, forgiving others as a way to move forward. And um, what are some like practical things that I can do to uh, try to start opening up and forgiving others when I get so sort of tense and crazed at times? <laughs> yes. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. I, that's a, that is a great question. That is a really terrific question because people assume that forgiveness means all light and love. <laughs> And it doesn't. We have emotions and those emotions move us further into the truth of whatever the situation is for us. It brings us into deeper understanding. So our anger brings our awareness to a particular point because we're mad at it. We focus on it. Right. So all of those emotions that we have are independent. They are things that bring us the opportunity for wisdom. But forgiveness is the idea it's something that you do for yourself to bring you back to zero point, which means when you are looking to forgive someone, sometimes we need to start with forgiving ourselves for remaining mad, right? If we can acknowledge that what we really need to do is grieve, grieve the loss, grieve, grieve the disappointment, you know, really embrace that what someone did to us, near us, for us, because of us, maybe not even in relationship to us at all. We just don't like what they've done and we had to witness it. All of those things tell us more about ourselves. And when we can recognize that, it gives us a little more freedom to feel the emotion that we do, to allow that emotion to rise up and then release or rise up and fall, fall out. And when, you, when you've done that, when you have allowed the emotion that you feel, it allows you to really understand that forgiveness 
is says, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to attach to you anymore. I'm not going to make what you are doing matter to me. Forgiveness doesn't mean I condone what you do or condone what you did. It doesn't mean that uh, you won't do it again. It means that I'm setting a new boundary that says, I love you. I hope you're well. And I wish you well. And I'm moving on. I'm moving forward. So grief, to, to, to that, that's the long-winded way to answer your question, which is allow yourself to feel the emotion that you do and, and don't judge yourself. Let yourself have that moment or moments, days, weeks, months, whatever. Allow it. And then once, once you've allowed that, really question how, how, what kind of boundaries do you need to set with the person, place, or thing in question that will allow you to release your attachment to what it is or what it is to you. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, it does. But, but what about when it's just like something, you know, like as simple as, you know, we're waiting in line for the bus and somebody cuts in front of me and I just, I, I suddenly get so full of anger and just, yeah, I, and I can't let it go. And, and, yes. um, and is it just about, trying to wish the other person well or um no it's it's about to, it's well first of all um when you're out in the world i think that there's a lot more people who uh right now that are experiencing an enormous amount of empathy which means uh, an emotional connection to other people it's not that it's and that's not caring empathy is just like a direct line to feeling their energy and so many people feel unsafe right now that the idea of respect, someone cutting in line, cutting you off in traffic, uh, intervening on your flow for the day, being unconscious, not paying attention to you, uh, all of that builds over time and space. And, and right now during the pandemic, we're seeing a lot of that because so many people, their, their lives have, have, are completely in upheaval. So... Your, your answer to that, 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 that dynamic is not going to change. So you, uh, A, must take very long, deep breaths. <laughs> one time, one time I, I was, I was stressed to the gill and I was standing in a line. I was at a hardware store and evidently I was like, <sighs> I am just sighing up a storm and the dude standing in back of me is like, are you okay? Cause you are making a lot of noise <laughs> to which we all laughed. And I'm like, Oh, I, sorry. I didn't realize I was making so much noise, but I tell you what, it was calming me down. That's one of the things that I do is I naturally make a lot of noise, long, deep sighs, deep breaths, you know, do what you need to do to ground that energy of anger. It doesn't need to come up and out. It actually can ground down. If you, if you imagine that there's a light cord through your body that goes directly into the earth and all that energy just going to flow down into the earth and think of it as a positive thing for the planet. The planet is, is big and can handle it. You don't need it. So that's the first step is, is dealing with the crisis in the moment, the, the big emotions in the moment. If things are, are, are bad to the point at which you need to take five minutes and find a place to laugh, scream, or cry, then do that. 
but overall understand that that as unconscious as it seems others are and it does right now <laughs> it really it seems that they're just they're they're struggling they are are deeply seeking to feel safe to feel comfortable to have enough so um so that the next thing you know beyond that is really understanding where you fit with respect respect when when we feel like other people aren't aren't uh respecting our boundaries it's oftentimes because we're not setting them or we are not respecting our own boundaries that we set for ourselves so that's another place to look to deal with that dynamic but to find to interface with feeling calm is four long deep breaths breathing in through the nose all the way to the diaphragm which is to the gut and then an exhale and that will help you to just pull yourself back into you and out of that moment of of frustration anger or rage those were great questions thanks so much absolutely my pleasure thanks for tuning in thank you Okay, so that was uh, that was really important, and, and it, he intuitively knew that that was where I was going next. Is is how how do we find a way to to find freedom? Freedom is is a multi level thing. We have to first cultivate a sense of independence, independence of emotion, independence of thinking from the collective, and what that means is it's not it's not that we don't agree with people in the collective. We don't. It's not that we disagree with all our neighbors, that we, uh, but we have to recognize that we are all deeply individual with a unique set of circumstances, thoughts, ideas, perceptions that make us the beautiful person that we are. And when we can embrace that, that gives us freedom to communicate who we are and to join people of like mind and to do the hardest thing of all, which is to accept when we are not going to change somebody's mind. Freedom is not about not trying to change someone's mind. It's about not, not lying to yourself in, the, in, in that you think that you can control what someone else does. And we are living out generations of learning to recognize and mother earth is teaching us right now that we cannot control, we can influence what's happening right now, but we cannot control it. And we all have equal value. Every being on the planet, every extraterrestrial, every, every place in the galaxy, we are all valuable. We all have an enormous connection to being here and to being here right now. But as we learn to cultivate our own sense of freedom, we have to free ourselves from the obligation to change others and accept that there are some people that just will not change. And truly, that's, that was reason, <laughs> the reason why I wrote uh, Conquer Your Karmic Relationships because, you know, karma is 
a layered relationship to the soul. You know, what, what we cannot do in one lifetime, we will inevitably do in another. And if you, you know, whether or not you believe uh, that, whether or not you believe in past lives or, or recognize karma as, a, you know, karma is a, is a, a, a construct, a Hindu and a, a Buddhist construct, but we all relate to that layered experience of when you take an action, there is a reaction to that action. And if you don't experience or recognize the influence you have or the impact that you have on your environment, on the people in your life, on yourself, on the choices that you make, on the thoughts that you have that change your mind, body, and spirit. If you are unable to recognize that, you're going to have some karma down the line because you're going to learn it. Whether or not you want to, know to, it's going to happen because that's energy does not, uh, energy change, changes form. It doesn't go away. So um, one of the things I've been thinking a, a, about a lot, and let me just make sure I didn't uh, forget something. Uh, so I want to, I want to say this uh, first. I want to address this, this idea. Oh, goodness gracious. Well, uh, I, I'm going to address this idea and it's the idea of uh, what are people doing when they are focusing on their rights and freedoms? Because we hear those words a lot. My rights, my freedom. I'm not going to let the government dot, dot, dot. You know, what, what is it they are really seeking when they are focusing on their rights and their freedoms? And we're going to address that. When we come back after this short commercial break again. Are you haunted? Demons know about you. You should know about them. Master your inner world. Embrace your power with joy. Brings the information that many who suffer spiritual trauma have been waiting for. And the response has been powerful. In this award-winning book, renowned spiritual empath and shaman, Tracy Dunblazer, helps readers understand and gain advantage over spiritual forces and past life influences that impact their lives. Tracy reveals the origin of dark forces and how choices you make will dictate their access to you. Through the tapestry of anecdotes, channelings, and rituals, you will discover your own spiritual awareness and healing power. Master Your Inner World by Tracy Dunblazer. Available where books are sold. Hi, welcome back. Uh, again, this is Chatcast, and I'm Tracy Dunblazer, spiritual empath and shaman, and I'm here to talk to you about the hard topics. And right now we're talking about freedom. And specifically, when, when people are focusing on their rights and freedoms, that, that, those are some taglines that we hear over and over and over again. It's what uh, America was built on. It's what we uh, want for others. We hope that they want that for themselves. Um, we focus a lot on it. It's what we are steeped in here. And what does that mean? Because 
from my experience in working with people, when we focus on our rights or respect or freedom, it's because A, we don't feel like we have it. Uh, we don't feel safe. We think that at any minute, someone could come and take what we have, or we could somehow lose what we have, and therefore we must protect ourselves. So it's so it's a it's a fight for protection. And when we fight for protection, we're seeking safety. When we do that, when our focus is outside, when we are seeking freedom outside of ourselves, ultimately what we are seeking is freedom within. We are looking to find peace. We are looking to free ourselves from the emotions that we have of self-loathing or the running thoughts of fears and worries that plague us day and night. And we really want to feel safe. So how do you learn to feel safe? Well, the first thing is you got to start where you are. You have to learn to, you have to be willing, learn. When I say learn, I don't imply that you don't know. The idea of learning for me has to do with practice daily, <laughs> creating a habit. If we can, if we can learn good habits, we also learn bad habits. We, we, we learn to talk to ourselves in a particular way that make us feel diminished and less than minute by minute, day by day when we're unaware of it. So just as well as we can focus on, uh, talking to ourselves, you, you are good and proud and joyful and bring your light into the world. You know, you can talk to yourself in such a way that acknowledges you, but diminishes no one else. Isn't that something? It acknowledges you, but doesn't diminish anyone else. And in fact, it might even build them up. Imagine if, if we all did that once a day, we told ourselves something that led us to a word or an action towards someone else that, that supported them. Even if we didn't like them, even if we didn't like their politics or their religion or their look or whatever, their beliefs, but we still decided that being good being well is something that's important to offer yourself and to spread to others. So I want to read you something from, uh, it's called The Karma of Politics and Religion. Of course, it's from Conquer Your Karmic Relationships. Karma, let's see. Karma dictates that every individual will have the opportunity to cultivate a deeper understanding of themselves and others. And that means understanding life from all perspectives. Some people will do that over multiple lifetimes and others will traverse many perspectives in one lifetime. The more religious and political experience one has, the more difficult it is to choose ideologies that include others. Religion and politics are societal constructs that, that, that we use to help us become 
familiar with the initial concepts of personal mastery, how to treat people, how to respect ourselves, how to break down and conceptualize the spiritual world and how to understand the intrinsic power structure in both systems that support or deny all of us in some way. At some point in the multiple lives we live, we will be empowered or disempowered within or by both, leading to our eventual eventual independence and esoteric spiritual revolution. This is where we learn to be accountable for every aspect of our mind, heart, body, and spirit, becoming aware of energy we generate and contribute to the reality we share. Isn't that something, you know, this idea of being an independent thinker, being an independent actor. Gizmo, for example, he just does what he wants when he wants it. Regardless of what other people are doing, it's so funny. But what would the world be like? What would your world be like? What what would your what would change in your world if you just decided to repeat good things to yourself? What if you decided that it was other people's responsibility to get their needs met? And that doesn't mean that we don't help others, but it doesn't mean that we usurp their power to help themselves. Right? There there are there are a lot of ways to do anything. And It's great to offer a way for someone who wants to receive that way, right? They, they want to go on a path and they, they like the path that you walked and they like, Hey, what, what did you do? How did you do that? I'd like to end up where you, where you are. So how did you get there? Right? That's important. But right now we're not living in a system that was built on that. And the only way we're going to change the deeper foundations of the system that we live in is by being independent and willing to stand up for ourselves and who we are and what we want without taking away from others. And I know it's possible. (laughs) I know it is possible. Okay, so what we've covered, freedom. Freedom is the practice of releasing yourself from worry. Freedom is taking actions that include others and embrace others and the planet. Freedom is the willingness to not live in fear and not living in fear means doesn't mean that you don't feel fear. It means that when fear arises, you face it. You look at what it is that you fear. You question the reality of its impact on you or effect on you. And then you make another choice. 
that changes that reality. If you don't like the reality that you see, then change it. Do something else. Step to the side. Step back. Move forward. Do something. Right? But all of those things, you control those things. No one else, you. So when we seek freedom, we are seeking a deeper relationship with ourselves. And when we are seeking a deeper relationship with, with ourselves, we, we are seeking unity with others and with the planet. Right? Oftentimes, it, when you think of being an individual, in like, like, like say, you know, I was really, I was thinking a lot about um, New York City today. Good God, they are going through it. The whole Eastern seaboard right now and the the amount of change consistent you know punches to the gut over and over and over again the south the hurricane survivors right now and all the recovery that's beginning to happen and it's continual it's been continual for the last two decades so we have all been living over and over and over and over and over having to find this way to recover. And sometimes we get so, so steeped in it. It seems impossible to be an independent thinker. It seems impossible. You have to forgive my, uh, my cute little neighbor's dog. You have to, uh, it, it, like it, it's, it's impossible to, re- to release yourself Sometimes it feels impossible to release yourself from the burdens that have befallen us. And where we begin to do that is in what we think, in where we put our focus, where we put our energy. I, I'm, I'm not one of those people that says, oh, you know, forget the past, just, just move forward. I don't believe that's, that's a possibility in, unless you've worked through the past, unless you've grieved the past recognized what really happened, how it happened, all, all of the, the facts of the case that everyone can agree on, right? It, it, you have to deal with your emotions and with your perceptions and beliefs and, and how you got to that place and how you got out of it, right? And once you've done that, once you've completed that process of grief and mourning over a loss, whatever loss it might be, it allows you a new level of freedom. And it allows you to be a little more independent in your thinking. But then the other thing that you're dealing with, and this is, this is something that I think uh, we've got a, a lot of first responders out there right, Matt, right now. Oh, our hospital workers, even our retailers, you know, the, the, the grocery clerks. Um, firefighters, police, EMTs, medical people, they have been dealing nonstop. And there's something that we call compassion fatigue. And and it's actually a little different than I think what a lot of uh, our first responders are experiencing right now, because it's compassion fatigue is an emotional and intellectual fatigue of continually being in a caring position with others. 
So if you're, you know, if you are in the caring business, you know, if you're consistently helping people, there comes a time where you can only do so much of that until your body breaks down, your mind breaks down, your heart kind of shuts down and you need, and you need time to replenish, to recover, to give yourself what you need. And then to be in a position to not be able to do that, right? Right now, our medical folk, they're just not really in the position to do that because you know why? Because we keep bringing us to them. We keep this motion of sickness with the pandemic. We keep, we keep it going. And, you know, I was thinking the other day, there's a lot of, you know, everybody gets up in arms, you know, the vac- vaccinators and the anti-vaxxers and the, ah. but when you pull yourself just, just out of it all together, what is the pandemic teaching us? It's teaching us that we indeed are interconnected, that who we are and what we do on this planet is it affects everyone and the planet and that we are not separate, that there is no real racial divide. There are different levels. Ida just blew through. That was the hurricane that just uh, blew through the South and then moved up North caused an enormous amount of damage, an enormous amount of power. If any, I, I'm sure everybody probably within earshot of this has experienced some sort of profound uh, wind or rain event, but man, <laughs> oh, to hear Mother Earth, she, she is a force to be reckoned with. And the pandemic is teaching us that. This virus, the the COVID, the COVID-19, it's teaching us something new about ourselves. Whether it forced you to stay home, whether it required you to go out and brave your fears to integrate with people, it forced and squeezed and moved all of us in some way. And so I hope that you will take this opportunity to free yourself from whatever focus you have been on to really think of the ramification of what's going on right now on the planet and the impact that it's having on us. Not not even just our physical world upheaval, but the mental and emotional upheaval that's happening for all of us. And we're all, we're all in it together. Whether or not we know each other, we are in it together. So we're coming down to the end. So I do want to uh, thank you so much for being with me here today. There was something that I wanted to read, and I hope I can find it right quick. Um, I really am grateful. Ah. Here it is. It's about the idea of surrender. That's the other component of freedom is surrender and acceptance, allowing what you are feeling to move through you so that you can 
see what comes behind it. See what comes on the tail of it as it moves through. And it is surrender is the only path forward when you're up against a wall. So if you find yourself up against a wall, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and sometimes even physically, when you're up against a wall, just surrender to where it is and, and let yourself be there judge-free, judgment-free for a, for a moment. Let yourself be who you are. Love every inch of you as you exist right now in this moment. And know that no matter what, you are not alone. There is always someone, whether it's in spirit, whether they're in a body, they see you and they love you. So be good to yourself. Love one another. And uh, thanks for thanks for hanging in with me today. This has uh, been Tracy Dunblazer and this has been Chatcast. So thanks again. You've been listening to Chatcast with Tracy Dunblazer, the award-winning spiritual podcast that takes on all the hard topics. Join us next time for more in-depth conversations about life and relationships. Thanks for listening.